Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is a daily podcast brought to you exclusively by Origin Gate. My name is Elijah Ward, and it's my incredible honor to share with you today on this beautiful day that we are coming together virtually or electronically on the internet to uh, to just share in communion with one another. Now, I'm traveling today, so I had a chance to pull over, um, and really, I've just been sitting in the oracle of Yahweh, and I'll explain what that means in a minute, but I've just been saturated in the presence this morning as I go about my day, and I find what's so beautiful about walking in relationship with Yahweh is that you can go deep in the ministry of, of, of learning how to priest in him, to priest in the temple, priest as a verb, not, not a title, but the verb of priesting, of, um, of connecting with the heart of Yahweh and ministering to him. You can go so deep in that as you even go through the motions of your routine, as you're at work, as you're running errands, as you're being faithful as a student or a construction worker or a teacher, whatever it may be, whatever your vocation is, there's an opportunity for you to do something um, that can catalyze your engagement with the Father and take you deeper into realms of intimacy than you've ever been in before. And that's this, to do everything as unto the Lord. That is such a beautiful mystery revealed in Scripture, and it really, really is a mindset of a posture that can take you so deep. And so I'm thankful. Now, I want to share uh, about what's kind of been on my heart as I meditate on some of these oracles throughout history that have revealed such a beautiful image of who Yahweh is. Um, and I'm not talking about famous, uh, you know, celebrity Christians or, or anything like that. I'm talking about historic oracles that have revealed the nature of Yahweh, like the Apostle John, John the Beloved, um, Ezekiel, the steward of heaven's technologies, who revealed so many powerful things in Scripture. These oracles have revealed so much to mankind and have really enabled us to progress deeper into the heart of Yahweh, not even just as individuals, but collectively as a species, the invitation into the beauty of who God is through the life of these oracles is really fascinating. And I just want to mention John, you know, John has been this, this oracle that's been on my heart so much. And, you know, I, I've, if you've been through a flight school class with me, or if you've heard me teach, um, I'm confident that if you've that you've heard it on a podcast before, but I'm fascinated by the life and the ministry of John. Now, John is so peculiar in that. Well, one of the things that marked his life that really fascinates us. Uh, we've discussed this. Um, you know, I've heard this in many groups throughout my um, my time in ministry, but. Um, is that John was is really regarded as this person who had a deep sense of intimacy with Yeshua. So we find him in the narrative of Scripture leaning his head on his shoulder and always maintaining a posture of proximity to the Messiah. John is this powerful image of what it means to, to get close to and remain near to the heart of Yahweh. And I think because of that, there's a there was a grace that was unlocked for him to see deeper into the nature of who God is. And so I find it so awesome that the first three gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which are often called the synoptic gospels, they 
they they beautifully summarize the life of the Messiah. But I think it's so interesting that we find that the those three gospels actually all begin with the humanity of Christ and that the gospel of John begins with the divinity of Christ. And so I find it so fun and exciting and so countercultural that John would begin his gospel account by rec- by acknowledging the divinity of the Christ. So instead of starting by, by trying to locate him in the lineage of kings and priests throughout history, John doesn't begin with this person beget, this person beget, this, this person, son of this, son of that. John starts with, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And I love how the mirror translation, or I'm sorry, the passion translation says face to face with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And it's just so powerful and amazing how John chooses to begin in such a, um, in such a historic mindful way. And, and John as an oracle has so inspired me. Now I want to just speak to, I believe that John as an oracle, I believe that he wasn't aiming for the title. I believe that in all of his engagement and his ministry of intimacy and the things he wrote and the things he did, um, and, uh, the places he went, I don't believe he ever aimed for a title as a prophet or an apostle or an oracle or anything like that. I believe what John did was get so obsessed with the heart posture of surrender and proximity that what he gave birth to was worthy of all these titles, but he never aimed for the title. And I think that, you know, it's so cool when you look up Oracle in the Blue Letter Bible, for example. I use the Blue Letter Bible app to study. Um, It's an incredible tool that can help you cross-reference different words that show up in Scripture. Um, It can help you drill down from the English words used in our later translation of Scripture to get down to the original Hebrew or Aramaic or Greek word that was used in, in some of the earliest manuscripts. So it's really great. But when you search Oracle, it actually doesn't take you to... Um, a reference in scripture that refers to the title of a person first. So I'm talking in terms of first mention. It doesn't take you first. The earliest occurrence of the word oracle in scripture, and when you search it in your English Bible, actually doesn't take you to the title of a person. It takes you to the location of a place in the temple that was designed to house the Ark of the Covenant. It's actually referred to as the most holy place. Now that to me, if that doesn't move you to think that this this word we often use as a title actually does not refer to a person. It refers to a location in the temple whereby you would receive from and interact with the living voice of God. It's a heart posture. The, the oracle was a location where you would go to interact in the most holy place with the very essence of the spirit and the life of the voice of God. Now, that's an incredible thing to consider. Let me actually read you. Um, I'm going to my Blue Letter Bible app now so I can read you the original or the Hebrew word that's used as um, for oracle. This is going um, to bless you. Now, when you search oracle, 
it takes you to the first occurrence of that word is Second Samuel sixteen twenty three, and it speaks about um, uh, so was all the counsel of David located inside this oracle of God where um, where you would go to inquire. Now, when you look at the word oracle, the reference there is H one six nine seven, and the Hebrew word is dabar. Now, I've actually I've taught on Wisdom's Echo before about the Hebrew word dabar. Now, that word literally means the word. And when you look at the outline of biblical usage, it says the it says speech, speaking, utterance, or words in relation to any kind of business, occupation, matter, case, anything. Now, it's often used in scripture. Dabar is used to actually refer to the voice of God. Now, some people would consider the word of God, the Bible, but the Bible is actually the letter of God. The Bible is the record of how the word of God interacted with humanity throughout the timeline of history. But when scripture uses the word Dabar, it's referring to the actual voice. So when we're talking about the word oracle, when we're talking about the life of an oracle like John, I am so much more fascinated by the posture that produced that title than I am the title itself. The fact that John saw everything he saw is not because one day God said, you are an oracle, or not because one day a company of people that surrounded him and that witnessed the supernatural grace on his life to function in a prophetic sense and reveal realities yet to be discovered would identify him as an oracle. It's because he occupied. He set himself to be housed within the oracle of God, to sit and to posture his heart within the very voice of the one who spoke creation into existence. John saw what he saw, not because of a title. John saw what he saw because of a heart posture. And I just want to share that with you and encourage you to meditate on how often we have elevated titles and how often we have tried to cling to a title and assume a title even prematurely to try and achieve a grace by, by way of like, as if the, the title itself is going to give us spiritual per- permission to progress into some, un, you know, un, undiscovered heavenly frontier. It's not the title that gives you permission. The title is the evidence of a heart posture that you will have regardless of the title. And so I just want to encourage you to sit in the oracle of Yahweh, to sit in the the very location of the voice, to posture your heart, to be so overwhelmed by the power and the beauty of what you see and hear and experience as you're engaging the heart of Yahweh and take your mind off of any title or accolade or achievement that you could make as a result of what you're encountering and set yourself to simply encounter, to simply priest to simply minister to the heart of Yahweh and allow that to transform your life. Any title that's produced off of that and any office that you're invited to um, to sit in, anything like that, that's always going to be, it's always going to come secondary too. So I just want to bless you with this and share with you the meditation of my heart and my life on this beautiful, incredible day. I want to declare shalom over you, grace immeasurable, transcendent peace would overtake you and your family as you meditate on this word and establish it in your life. And I just bless you and look forward to sharing with you in a future podcast. Shalom.